Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This offseason, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass for just $9.99. It just starts getting good. Welcome to the NFL Draft. Experience the draft like never before with live streams into draft rooms. An absolutely home run pick. And relive every unbelievable moment from the past season with game replays. That's the play. Get football on your terms this offseason with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast.
Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Colin Cowherd. Welcome. Welcome in. Um, you know, I think the fun part about trades and switching jobs, the fun part about trades and switching jobs is the fact that um, when you do leave a job, no matter how you thought they thought of you beforehand, the fact is they don't think that way of you now, <laughs> right? Like it, we, we all have our kind of idiosyncrasies with how we do things. And it's really, really interesting to me that it's really interesting to me that uh, here Carson Wentz has been gone all of 24 hours and already we're hearing stories like this. According to the athletic Zach Kiefer, part of the decision with Wentz was made long before Wednesday's trade. As Frank Reich, owner Jim Ursay, and Chris Ballard all were ready to move on at the end of the season. Per the report, Frank Reich actually apologized to Jim Ursay for swearing by Carson Wentz. Right? Right? That. Carson Wentz was only in Indy because of Frank Reich. And Frank Reich saying, I believe in this guy. And so when when they didn't produce a playoff team, when they collapsed down the stretch, Frank Reich came in and said, my bad. I That, that is really telling. It, it also tells you about this sport is a business just like any others. Whereas where you go, you bring your guys with you. People that you've been successful with before. People you've seen success. People you've... And and obviously, whatever, if it's Carson Wentz is too far gone mentally, if it's the physical wear and tear, if it's the reputation he carried into that locker room, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, it, it, it was different than what Frank Reich thought it would be. You know? Like, look, the Mitch Trubisky to New York thing makes sense. Why? Because Trubisky was was in Buffalo with Brian Dable, with their general manager. They believe in him. Now, that doesn't mean that they believe that he's better than Daniel Jones. They probably do because they didn't draft Daniel Jones. They haven't coached Daniel Jones. They've only seen Daniel Jones on tape. They have no relationship there. They have a relationship with Mitchell Trubisky. So these relationships matter, and, and it should. it's a buyer beware. I mean, look, it's the same thing as when Cam Newton, when Cam Newton was a free agent. This is after Carolina, after Carolina released him the first time. Washington football team had no desire, did not go get him. Okay, now, they had Alex Smith, they had a couple of quarterbacks, but then Alex Smith got hurt, remember? And and Cam was still available after he after his first year with the, with the New England Patriots. Nothing changed. And, and all that I told you was that most likely it's just physical. Cam Newton can't throw a football anymore. No one knows that better than Ron Rivera. No one knows, his, you know, you have the same offense coordinator 
that he played for in Carolina, it didn't work out. They're telling you all you need to know. All you need to know about what they think. And when that happens, when the guys that have seen success with you either don't want you or wanted you and then still part ways with you, well, as a buyer, beware. Like, I'm willing to believe that Carson Wentz is salvageable. Because on paper, you don't have to be great. You just don't. If you're just solid with that defensive front, you'll be fine. In that division, you know, you're talking Giants. Eagles made the playoffs, but the Eagles, they only beat bad teams. And the Eagles, as of this point, and again, we'll see what they do with those three first-round draft picks. You know, would they would they be in the Deshaun Watson discussion? That would make a whole lot of sense. But as of now, when Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz or or Danny Dimes, and Carson Wentz or Dak, you take Dak. But let's not act like the Dallas Cowboys are the smoothest running ship in the in the galaxy, if you will, right? They got some good pieces, but but man, there's some weird stuff there and well, maybe a strange lack of buy-in at the head coaching position. But I mean, just imagine imagine that conversation where Frank Reich says, my bad, sorry, I thought he could play and he can't play. I thought he could do it, he couldn't do it. I thought he was the guy he was when I coached him in Philadelphia. And, and look, we, we all have our battle scars. It doesn't matter if it's in your relationship in your education, you know, or in, in pro- professionally, like you're going to have battle scars. There's going to be things along the way that take, that, that take away and kind of change you a little bit. Right. Like you go through, like I've, you know, you go through a weird contract negotiation. You go through a weird job phase. Remember that time that you sold number two pencils. That was a weird time. You know, I needed a job because I, I worked for somebody else who, you know, did, just, I, I, I couldn't get along with So I took the next job I could. You know, I mean, like, look, Carson Wentz has suffered through multiple injuries, so he's not the same guy athletically. You lack a little bit of confidence. And now you have a bunch of money. You're, you're kind of a different guy. And I'm sure it's, it's a shot at your ego when, when Jalen Hurts essentially beats you out. Equal shots at your ego when things go wrong in Indy and you, you're, your coach who believed in you changed on you. But the bigger thing is, I'm sure you were different. You being Carson Wentz was different than the first time around with Frank Reich. But I, I just, I just, the, the image of Frank Reich apologizing to Jim Ursay tells you one, how strongly he swore by him and two, exactly how he felt about him and felt about his performance this past year. If, if the Indianapolis Colts don't have a plan, if there is not a, hey, now we're going after Sam Darnold or now we're going after Jimmy Garoppolo, if their only plan was we just got to get out of the Carson Wentz business, I, I can't think of any more damaging commentary than the coach who believed in him apologized to the owner and then they got rid of him just simply to get rid of him. That would be a wow. That would be a wow. You know, and and it's got to be a lot of the stuff we don't know because on paper, it looks like a home run for Washington. When they had 
a quality starting quarterback with Alex Smith before that gruesome leg injury. They were in first place. Now, it was the worst division in football, but they were in the first place. They're a better team now, and they'll be better, you know, even even better once once they get that defensive front healthy. If if he's twenty seven and seven with the Washington Commanders, they might win that division. They'll definitely make the playoffs. It is the NFC. It's his last shot, but it's not a terrible shot. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is the herd on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. And uh, we're here at the Big Ten tournament. Actually, Juwan Howard speaking to the media behind me. They just lost a 17-point second-half lead, and Indiana came out of nowhere. Mike Woodson wins a conference tournament game, so they'll Indiana move on as a potential Cinderella in the Big Ten. You have other potential upsets brewing. This is These next two days, honestly, are, are really the best days for college basketball. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's more exciting next week because you have the bracket and you have some little-known teams, but like you just got Michigan and Indiana and Syracuse and Duke just played. Right? Like you don't these the you got like fifty quality games feels like today. I'll give you a picks. Uh, I'll give you a couple picks. A couple ways to make money a little bit later on in the show. Coming up next, we'll get Denver's reaction. Mark Slayer, the course, played in Denver, broadcast in Denver, calls games for Fox Sports. Were the Broncos just a quarterback away? And if so, if so, are they now the favorite in that really loaded division? What's what are reasonable expectations for Russell Wilson? Year one in the Mile High City. I'll ask Mark Schlereth. He'll join me next in The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This offseason, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass for just $9.99. It just starts getting good. Welcome to the NFL Draft. Experience the draft like never before with live streams into draft rooms. An absolutely home run pick. And relive every unbelievable moment from the past season with game replays. That's the play. Get football on your terms this offseason with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Doug Gottlieb for Colin. This is The Herd, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Hope you're ready for a great hoops weekend. Great uh, couple of hoops weeks. Duke survives Syracuse. Butler trying to take down Providence at the Garden. Of course, just saw Indiana come from 17 down to beat Michigan. 
It is that time of year. Got to some Herdline news upcoming, plus the best for last. And I think I think you'll be intrigued by. There's a disagreement among the crew. Let's get to Mark Slarrett, though. Of course, uh, Stink uh, won three Super Bowls. Won a couple with the Denver Broncos. Playing with John Elway. And, of course, now he covers uh, sports for uh, in, in Denver. as his morning show, but a, you can hear him call NFL games on Fox. And he joins us here in the Herd. Um, Stink, we... When did you know? Like, you know pretty much everything that happens in Denver's front offices. When did you know that Russell was the guy? Uh, not until it was announced. Uh, I, had no, I had no clue. You know, I did, uh, I did the last game of the season in Arizona where Seattle uh, beat the Arizona Cardinals. And I really, like, having talked to Pete Carroll, having talked to Russell Wilson, um, I really didn't get a sense that, uh, you know, there was – that big a feud and i really felt like they'd be able to figure it out like work it out but um i really didn't know man i was i was as surprised and shocked as anybody and i could have been happier i mean i went from the depression of hey aaron Rodgers decided to go back to green bay after we got the reports over the weekend that hey man he was really torn between denver and green bay and so i was really hopeful and so there was depression there and then an hour later man it was complete euphoria as uh, russell wilson chose denver and they worked out the trade. Uh, the 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 common presumption among fans is Denver was a quarterback away. Is that accurate? I don't think it's I don't think it's accurate. I mean, I think that uh, Russell Wilson gives them the chance to compete within that division. And um, and you know, if it's not winning the division, it's a wild card. I still think Kansas City is the best team in that division. But uh, you know, the point for me, Doug, more than anything else, is. As you're building your roster, especially come free agent or free agency, when you have a quarterback like Russell Wilson, it makes you a destination. It makes you a place where defensive players want to come. I mean, I think about you know the Denver Broncos before Peyton Manning. I mean, the the, the no fly zone was created after Peyton Manning. You know, Keep to Leave came there. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. was there, but. They had other guys come show up there in Stewart, and you know all these guys come uh, came there after you know after that was put together. And so you you kind of look at those things, the Wes Welkers of the world, some of the other guys that showed up um, because Peyton Manning was there, and that's what it does for you. It makes you a destination spot. It makes you a place where people go. We can win a championship there because they have the right quarterback. And so that's the part that's exciting. I still think. You know, offensively, I think they have some really good weapons. But the bottom line is I think some of their receivers need to grow, need to mature. Um, they haven't done that because the offense has been so putrid. So that has to happen. I think they have to address some issues along the offensive line. And defensively, their front seven has to be addressed. But I think you can do some of that in free agency, some of that through the draft. And, uh, and I, think they've got the, you know, I think they've got the basic structure to be pretty good. What they send back in return? Well, they sent draft picks, you know, which I've never, you know, I've never been a big draft guy. You know, I've always looked, I mean, I, I came in Washington, um, I, I came there in 1989, and Joe Gibbs was the leader of that franchise, and Joe Gibbs always used to say, and listen, I'll trade unknown commodities for known commodities. I want guys that I know can play. And so that's kind of the environment I grew up in, and I'll remember, I never remember, or I'll never forget, uh, my second year in the league, they drafted a guard really high who was an Outland Trophy winner, and I'm thinking, oh, they're already trying to replace me in year two? And the guy got into camp, and I was like, oh, this dude can't play. 
Like, and it changed my perspective on the draft. Changed my perspective on oh, guys that can and guys that can't. And so I'd much rather have veteran players that are still in their prime, obviously. And so um, to me, I mean, I kind of that's how I look at the that's how I look at the whole draft. They gave up Noah Fant, who I think is an like I think he's an unbelievable athlete. I think he's a, a very average player. Uh, they gave up Shelby Harris, who's a good player, but he's not a star by any stretch of the imagination. And Drew Locke, who has struggled to really transition from the college game to the pro game. And then, you know, two firsts and two seconds. To me, um, I, I, I think what they did for Russell Wilson uh, makes perfect sense, and I think they, I think they got a great deal. Um, what about Nathaniel Hackett? How does they? He hasn't coached a game in his life as a head coach, but he obviously comes well regarded out of Green Bay. How does his philosophy, or what you think his, how does that blend with how Russell wants to play? Yeah, I think that I think that you look at kind of just where they came from. You know, I, I think when you go back all the way circa 2012 with Mike Shanahan having Kyle Shanahan on staff having. Um, Sean, uh, Sean uh, McVay on his staff and having Matt LaFleur on the staff, right? They all run the same offense. It's just a variation. Like where Kyle Shanahan wants to be in two backs and two tight ends and do all that, Sean McVay wants to be in three wides all the time. Uh, they're the same plays. The adjuster is the F. And, and, you know, in Shanahan's offense, the F is either the fullback or the, uh, or the second tight end or, or the third wide receiver. In McVeigh's, it's just the third wide receiver. Oftentimes, it's Cooper Cup um, is the guy who's going to motion and shift and do all those things for you. But the bottom line, it's the same offense. And last year, Russell Wilson, and he's always been in a form of the West Coast offense, but last year he worked under Shane Waldron, who was the former offensive coordinator of Sean McVeigh and the Rams. And that's the exact same offense that they run, um, LaFleur runs. It's just a matter of, of you know your personnel packages and how much you want to be in two back versus uh, two tight end versus uh, three wide. So it's the exact same thing from a verbiage standpoint, from a, a conceptual standpoint that Russell ran last year. And if you look at the last seven games or so, when he came back from that finger injury, he came back after three or four weeks. He wasn't very good the first couple of weeks back. And then from that point forward, he was exceptional. I think 15 touchdowns versus uh, three picks in his last 15 games. Um, he And I talked to him the last game of the season. He was like, man, I love this offense. I love what we're doing right now. So it's the same philosophical approach. Mark Slareth joining us, three-time Super Bowl champion. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What do you think Seattle's plan is? Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a great question. I think sometimes, you know, sometimes you have success with a guy like Russell and you think you've found the formula. And so you can move on. And I think there was enough strife within the organization that Russell wasn't going to resign. He still has, I think, two years left on his deal, but he wasn't going to resign there. Um, and so they thought, hey, let's trade him at his, you know, peak value and, and rebuild the organization. And, that's great. Um, that's a, a great theory, but man, you can get caught in quarterback purgatory for the next five, six, seven, ten years, and that's a terrible place to be as a franchise. And you know, I'm, I, I just like I've done games in Denver. I've done six games over the last two years, and every year we throw up, or every game we throw up another graphic. Like, look at all the different starting quarterbacks since Pete Manning retired. You know, and it's a litany of ten, eleven, twelve guys. None of them can play, right? 
And so, you know, you risk that. I mean, it's one thing to have big arm talent. It's one thing to be able to be smart on a grease board and it's, uh, you know, and, and, and to be able to run around and stuff. It's a whole nother thing to play. You know, and I always say this, and I goof around, but I'm 100% honest about it when it comes to the combine. You know, we, we, we get all enamored with 40 times and, and how many times you can do 225, you know, on the bench test. Like, yep. if it was that important, why is that the last 40 you'll ever run? And why is that the last time you'll ever do a bench test? Well, if you make a team and you get in the league, you'll never run another 40. So, so really, what are we doing other than testing athleticism? It really doesn't matter. Mark Slayer is joining us. Okay, so uh, Deshaun Watson. I if if he doesn't have criminal charges, can can teams take him? I like. I don't think Washington could have taken him because of the stuff that the the front office has been accused of. And I'm not saying that he's guilty of anything, but just in a percept, you know, when perception matters and how it looks matters. If he if there are no criminal charges, what then? Yeah, well, I mean, yes, I think you can go in that direction, but. At what point are you going to have him? So if everything clears up, like, can you really wait until April or May to see if there are no criminal charges? And then, you know, you get him in, what's the commissioner going to do? Right. I mean, how many games? Is he going to be suspended for eight weeks, a month, a, you know, a year? Or, what, like, what's the what's the punitive damages that are coming out of that? So, like, it's really hard to bank on that guy being the guy because you you still have no real – understanding of of what's going to happen so it's really hard to go here's our you know here's our contingency plan um because your contingency plan has to have a contingency plan to it so that that's a real hard one for me thank you the best man uh do we got do we have man 101 video coming out like you know spring is is here do we have any man 101 i have got Listen, man, I mean, Man 101, I am uh, am currently working on 13, a 13-episode 13 production of Man 101. So uh, we're, working on, we're working on things right now. Oh, yeah, we're redoing decks and fences, and the whole nine yards is going to be awesome. I love it. I love it. Follow him on social media. You can find out more about Man 101. In the meantime, Stink, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Zaggy. Later. All right, let's get to Ryan Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Man, hello, Ryan. I, hello, Doug. Man 101. I, I'm sure uh, Mark would have his way with, you know, Gottlieb and how he mows his lawn. I actually, I, 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 I mean, in California, I don't currently <laughs> have a lawn that I need to, like, sit on a, a riding hustler turf mower, you know, but... Um, you don't I have, love. I, you don't uh, have acreage in the no. uh, in the palatial no. estates of Southern California. No, 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 no. The most expensive grass you're ever going to find. <laughs> All right. Well, let's continue on with the NFL that you and Mark were talking about. Obviously, we know a ton about Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. What we also know about Russell Wilson is things weren't always happy-go-lucky kumbaya in Seattle. Obviously, a ton of success early on in his career when many would say he was more of a game manager and the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch were the ones carrying the team. 
There was a reported rift after the uh, interception seen around the world at the one-yard line when they ended up losing the Super Bowl to the Patriots. Well, Richard Sherman, following the trade of Wilson from Seattle to Denver, first was, quote, retweeting something from Bobby Wagner, who said, Sherm a prophet. Richard Sherman then said, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So obviously Richard that's Sherman. A Batman, that's a Batman reference, isn't it? That is correct. That is correct. Which, which Batman is that from? Is that Dark Knight? It is Dark Knight, yes. I believe so, yes. Man, Christopher Nolan's good, isn't he? Oh, now, have fantastic. you seen the new one? Has anybody seen the new one? Uh, no, the one with Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, Jay Stu, have you seen the new one yet? I have not, but I've heard great things. I've heard it's kind of like the Dark Knight meets Seven. It's wow. Like a, kind of a, a murder mystery. Sounds like mystery you're going to feel really What's good in the box? It? What's in the box? You're going to leave the theater feeling really good about life, huh? <laughs> What's, um, in the box? What's in the box? I actually watched Seven a couple weeks ago. <laughs> fantastic Ooh, film. Amazing film. Amazing, amazing film. Um. Uh, okay, so so well, where were well, we again? <laughs> Richard, we're Richard Sherman. <laughs> yeah, no, so no. Richard Sherman saying, "I told you so." Like, yeah, look, that's he, what it sounds like. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. What, what Mark Schlereth makes complete and total sense. Complete and total sense in terms of you know most quarterbacks guys will follow. But again, tell me the defensive player who has ever had Russell Wilson's back. I don't know what it is. I'm not in this that locker room. I'm not friends with Russell Wilson. All I can tell you is. Tell me the defensive player that's like, man, this. there's not one. It was him versus not with the Legion of Boom. Right. There's a really wor- weird locker room. So how long does the honeymoon last in Denver? You know, is, can he find a way? Be- because he's coming in as the conquering. If you think he's going to come in hat in hand, he's coming in as the conquering hero. I don't know how that, that, that rests with the, with the Broncos defense. Yeah, I will say this, because I, I largely agree with you. I think, I think when there's, whenever there's this much smoke, there's always tends to be a little bit of fire. Whether it was Russell Wilson's fault or not his fault, I think it's almost indisputable to this point that there was a complete fracture within that locker room where it was defense versus offense, those veteran guys versus Russ, and then the exodus of the Legion of Boom and trying to make Seattle into Russell's team. And they never really took off from there because they haven't won a playoff game of note since that last Super Bowl run that came up short against New England. Correct. What I find interesting here is with Wilson – you, you talk about this a lot. Uh, for those who don't know, Doug and I worked together for years on his show. I now work on The Herd. Something that you always said is it's hard to promote from within, right? Because people always look at you the same way. Correct. And that's what it sort of felt like with Seattle and Russell Wilson from the beginning. He was always this underdrafted guy who the only reason the team had success early on was because of the defense, was because of the run game. It's the Kirk, it's the Kirk Cousins. What, what Kirk right. Cousins felt when he was – remember – uh, remember, uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Allen was called him Kurt uh, Kurt Kurt cousin. You know, like you don't even know my name, like dude. I mean, he was the fourth round pick, and you know the way. I mean, I, I related to this is how it works in our business, which is oftentimes, you know, you'll get promoted, but the person promoting you is like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna double your salary. Like, okay, but I was making nothing, so double of nothing is still nothing. Right, this job pays a certain amount. Like they they view you as the mailroom guy if you came in through the mailroom, right? Instead of 
you're, you know, if you come from outside the company to the exact same job, you're viewed differently. Yeah. So I do wonder if now that it's sort of been this, like, Russ has moved into, you know, wherever you want to put him, we know he's one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, you know, however you want to rank him versus Justin Herbert or Pat Mahomes or whatever. We know he's like a legitimate franchise top tier quarterback. So now that he's coming into a new situation where people look at him that way, if maybe the perspective and how he relates to defensive players could be a little bit different from that perspective. One more NFL story before we go to some NBA, but we do know that the Colts are looking for a quarterback. We talked earlier about Jimmy Garoppolo, if that's going to be the case. And a name that you mentioned earlier that I found fascinating is all this buzz coming about for Mitch Trubisky. Um, I know that people are looking at uh, the Giants as a possible landing spot, but where are you at with Trubisky? Because for the life of me, I cannot understand where it's all coming from when all the guy did was be Josh Allen's backup for about 10 months. And now suddenly it's like, there's like somewhat of a market out there for Mitch Trubisky. You know, he took a team to the playoffs. He can manage the game. I I think he's also a guy who there's a ceiling, but what everyone I know has said is like, he lost his confidence, but they didn't have confidence in him first. And so if you can rebuild that self-confidence, there's no reason he can't be a stopgap starting quarterback. right? There, there just has to be a middle class. Not every guy is going to be worth 40 to $50 million. And if you ask yourself, do you love Mitch Trubisky? No. But what are my options? Like, give me the team who you're talking about with Mitch Trubisky. Well, right? like, the, I mean, the, the Colts. Okay, so, 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 so what are your options? Jimmy Garoppolo coming off a of shoulder surgery. You can't, you're not going to get Deshaun Watson in division. You're not Deshaun Watson. So what, what are your options? So t- tell me. Like, I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not attacking you. I'm just right, the idea no, totally, that totally. everyone, this is what I started the show with. Everyone's like, well, why'd you end up with, like, what are my options here? Right. I got Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky. Who would you rather take? <sighs> right? Like, you're like, well, Nick Foles has seen more success in the Super Bowl, but that was how many years ago? No, you're right. Seven, I mean, seven years ago. Six I guess years I ago? would I would begrudgingly go with Mitch Trubisky, but I think I think if I'm Ballard and Frank Reich, and I know I am just lifeline here, I would roll the dice on someone like Jimmy Garoppolo and maybe his shoulder shot. But I don't think Mitch Trubisky's saving my career either. Okay, but hold hold on now. Okay, so it's not just the shoulder for Jimmy G. Okay, it's threefold, and and I would, if all things were equal and he was healthy, I would take. Jimmy Garoppolo ahead of him, but he's not. So you have the shoulder. You have the fact that he's hurt essentially every other part of his body. And even if you like him more, you have to admit that he is prone to the just boneheaded throw once a half. Totally. So so now now Trubisky, what we saw in Chicago, you know, he, he wasn't wasn't quick enough with his reads, the lack of confidence in throwing the ball downfield. Now, he wasn't like Jimmy. He was a very good athlete, could run for a first down, big, strong body. And one of the things held against him was I think he only started 14 games in college, right? Now he has the volume of reps. But he doesn't have that injury-prone history. He does, he's not coming off a bad shoulder. And though, you know, if all things are – but they're not equal. And what are your options? Are your options a, a shaken Sam Donald? Are your options a banged-up Jimmy Garoppolo? Are your options a, a Mitchell Trubisky? And then how much does each of them cost? All of those things play a factor. That, that's all fair. I totally get that. And you're right. It certainly is, you know, 
you are, your options are very limited. It just it, if me knowing that my my career is basically on the line, I would go. I would feel more confident going. Hey, I'm at least going with the guy, regardless of what they can think of Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen him in two NFC Championship games under center in the past three years. That's that's where I would hitch my trailer to, knowing that all of those other options are just as likely to go boom or bust. All right, we'll finish it up with this in the NBA, Doug. We know how up and down, well, shouldn't even really say up, how down things have been for Russell Westbrook in his one season thus far with the Lakers. One superstar has come into his defense, Steph Curry, talking to Chris Haynes, saying, quote, it is the nature of the beast, and in a certain perspective, they build you up to break you down. The real ones who have done amazing things in this league know what that means. He's a professional, and I'm proud of the way he's conducting himself, and I'm there for him. Look, Steph Curry, everybody knows he is just a salt-of-the-earth type of dude. Wouldn't expect anything else from him to say than for him to support a fellow NBA superstar who is really just getting torn to pieces right now on a very bad season so far in L.A. So I wouldn't expect much else. Um, But I personally don't know if the criticism for Westbrook has, has really been that far over the line. Now, of course, you always have to you have to ignore the one percenters of the death threats. Like it, those people are ridiculous, they're awful people. You put those to the side. Other than that, I mean, it's calling us a, a spade a spade. Like he's been bad this year. He's been really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because of the stage he's on. I mean, I've told people for years like he didn't play defense. He's not a great defensive player. Like no, 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 no. He plays so hard like mm, you don't really you're not seeing what he what everybody else sees, which is he dies on screens, he screws up assignments, he just takes plays off. And then the other part is how he's not a very good finisher. You know, he misses he missed a big one last night. Like you know that 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 despite the fact that he drives in there and occasionally dunks and screams and is a freak athlete, there's there's an art to finishing, and he is he is anything but an artist. Um, and I would agree with you. I don't think most of the criticism has been unfair. What what I what I, I I just don't think that we on people on TV need to be name callers. I, I like right. Yeah. I just don't think that's a great look. But but making fun of his shooting with the use of do you love Selena like really love. Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. His last name for a fan is is tame. And like you said, it's it's accurate. The shooting's terrible. I've never seen a guy who's played at that high a level and... By the way, dominates the basketball, right? His usage rating throughout his career, it's one of the reasons he put up such huge stats. And he just loses the ball. Yeah. Like, I've never never seen it before. Um, I, I also, I, I, I challenge the, well, they, they just build you up to take you down. Do I think we have a section of us, maybe a portion of, 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 of us that's greater than some uh, other things outside of sports that we do? We nitpick guys, right? It's like the LeBron James. Well, LeBron James was scared to take the last second layup last night against Houston. Really? You think he was scared to take a last second? You think he was hesitant to take a last second layup against the Houston Rockets when he's taking them in the NBA Finals? Like, no. So there is a section of that, right? Like, where you yeah. try and people try and say Steph Curry well, he doesn't play well in the finals in the first couple games. Yeah, it's because they allow him to be grabbed and held. Yeah. You know, if you don't, he's going to make shots. But I don't think that, that we build him up to take him down. I think. There's always going to be people along the way who don't totally buy in, and that's okay. Um, I don't love that idea. I I do think that we have to do a better job on TV of the the name calling and and how we treat things. That's Ryan Music with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lie news. All right, so this is an amazing sports weekend. I don't think it's one of the five best. Sports weekends of the year. What are? 
You'll find out next in The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever you get your podcast from. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Tell Gottlieb for calling this third on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you may be, however you may be listening to this show. Uh, I just tweeted this out, and and I, I do believe it, that this is... This is easily the best day in, in college hoops. You got 61 games, and about 50 of them are really, really good. You got, you're playing teams that are about your level, uh, that are a conference rival in a neutral site, which is in your region. Doesn't, doesn't, get, uh, doesn't get any better. I, I don't, I, there, it's more meaningful in terms of deciding a champion. And you'll have a bigger upset from a big name falling to a school you don't think of. But in terms of quality of competition, the appropriate team, like teams playing against teams at their level, that this is the best, best days. Best days. Let's get to the best for last. It's almost the end of the show, but that doesn't mean we're phoning it in. Nope, we grind to the very last segment. It's time for best for last. So, so the idea of this best for last is... Uh, 
there's 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 weekends that are just better than other weekends, and there's weekends with family that are better. There's weekends that are vacation that are ever better. There's but there's weekends for sports that are unique and special, and I I think we can extend these weekends from Thursday until Sunday, or on a holiday weekend from Saturday until Monday. Let's get to the best for last. The five best sports weekends. Number we? five. Okay, number five is Thanksgiving weekend. Right, Thanksgiving weekend. You have uh, a good amount of college hoops. Okay, um, There's some NBA hoops being played at that time. You have uh, NFL. You got NFL weekends. You got starting on Thursday. You have the three NFL games. Then you have the NFL games on Sunday and Monday. And then college football and all the rivalries from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The 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 rivalry games do a couple. They they matter for the for the college football playoff, no question. For the NFL, they matter, but I can't put them in the top four. As good as it is, it's really just one sport, and that's one of the things. And they they're not necessarily games that decide championships. Number four. Divisional weekend in the NFL. Now, maybe this is, maybe this is, hey, it just happened recency biased where we had the most amazing divisional weekend where every game was better than, even the uh, Rams-Buccaneers game, which was a blowout at first. The Rams almost gagged that thing away with all those fumbles, right? And that was the worst game that was the worst game of any of them. So divisional weekend, because now you're again kind of like this weekend in college hoops, you're getting teams that are about the 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 wild card weekend. You had a couple teams that got in. It's like, well, why was the AFC wild card bad? Well, the Chargers should have been in the playoffs. The Colts should have been in the playoffs. The Ravens should have been in the playoffs. Instead, those bottom three teams not great. You go to the NFC and say kind of same thing, where you know the what would the Cardinals have looked like if they had. New Hopkins. I, I don't think they beat the Rams, but Kyler Murray looked like a grade school quarterback there. There are other teams in the NFC which should have made the playoffs. You know, Washington probably should have been better than Philadelphia. They just, Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt, and they lost Chase Young as well. You, you lose your quarterback and your best player, you're going to struggle. But NFL Divisional Weekend was the best of the football weekends in the NFL because, one, it decides a champion, and, two, the volume of games. Number three. Now, I did say that this weekend is the best in college hoops, but that's just for the games. The excitement cranks up next week, and that's because of the bracket, right? The bracket is the bracket is the college basketball, but fantasy football is the NFL, right? It's, it's basically gambling without calling it really gambling. And it's the brackets easy. Just eat one piece of paper. Anybody can fill it out. We even pretend like the first four doesn't exist. But I mean, starting Tuesday and really starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you find yourself cheering for teams you've never heard of before. It's a unifying uh, event. I've never been to Vegas for it. I, at some point, I want to go and see it from Vegas. But uh, March Madness opening weekend is is definitely number three. Number two. I still think New Year's weekend or those days around New Year's are, are we've diminished New Year's Day on some years because we have secondary bowl games. This year we had better bowl games on the 31st, but that's still the whole idea. Like all those games right around there. You still have the New Year's Day bowls, 
Newsday six, and then the national semifinals. And you throw in some NFL to boot like we had, it was pretty good. But it's always it's almost always really good. And the semifinals, because it's four schools, competitive games, oftentimes better than the championship game, which is a standalone game. Number one. The best weekend in sports for me is that weekend in October when you have rivalry college football games, NFL games, and the October World Series. Right? And and I understand that right now baseball is on hold and I I could take or leave baseball regular season. Baseball postseason, an unbelievable watch. Unbelievable watch. And football that time of year, from college to pro, though it doesn't decide a championship, the, the, the World Series does. October weather is perfect. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Perfect for football. You'll get some places raining, some places sunny, some places warm, some places cool. I just think October is the best weather month, the best sports month, and that best weekend is when it has World Series, college football rivalries, and pro football as well. That's the best sports weekend of the year. And that's the best for last. Um, all right, so, so, so look, here we're getting ready for uh, college basketball. It's kind of like buildup here, right? So what do you need to know? It's going to be weird for people who... North Roy Williams retiring. I'm going to guess that's going to be like the Houston Astros are in the American League. Like it's going to take you a while to turn on, and next year to turn on a Duke game and Mike Shashevsky's not there. Isn't that weird? Like think about this for 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 a second. How many people do you believe in mainstream with all the other things with college basketball really becoming more of a one month sport? Right, and even a you know it's the one month started now. How many people know that Roy Williams isn't at at North Carolina anymore? And then next year you'll have Coach K be gone, and then eventually you'll have Jim Beheim will retire at Syracuse, and you're going to turn on your TV and it it looked very very different, very different. But it's going to be interesting to see if North Carolina can continue the momentum. I mean, I can't think of anything cooler than in your first year as a head coach of a place like North Carolina where you played there. And it wasn't like when Hubert Davis was named head coach, there was all this fanfare. Last Saturday, <laughs> it was supposed to be a coronation. It was not supposed to be a competitive game. And North Carolina goes in there and whoops them. Took a big lead to start, gave away the lead, came back, and then led most of the second half and ended up winning a game. Like, that's an amazing accomplishment. But I do wonder how many people know Roy Williams is not the coach of North Carolina. Hubert Davis, you're like, Hubert Davis? Nick Hubert Davis? Yes, he's the head coach of North Carolina. All right, you get back to listen to Fox Sports Radio and all the updates and all the games and the stories. We'll see if any other quarterbacks are moved. In the meantime, remember, it's not important that you have your first choice. It's that if you don't get them, you have a second choice. That's what the Washington football team did. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Hurt. This offseason, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass for just $9.99. It just starts getting good. Welcome to the NFL Draft. Experience the draft like never before with live streams into draft rooms. An absolutely home run pick. And relive every unbelievable moment from the past season with game replays. That's the play. Get football on your terms this offseason with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial. Look through your children's eyes. 
and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 